How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. And it was like less than a second. And it wasn't like he grabbed any private parts of mine. He just literally just grabbed a hold of me and it felt the you little... You consider your breasts okay. private parts? You, you think he grabbed my breasts? Yeah, he felt you up. Oh, for crying out. Even you said it felt different. Oh, okay. I said he hugged his uh, tight ass Conversation I can't win, Cam. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. And this is the ultimate podcast about the birds and the bees with a sex expert, cougar mother. And her stand-up comic son, Cam. You know, we do this podcast... Uh, with the hope that people have some entertainment in their lives, but also reflect on these issues that seem to be affecting all of us. All relationships. And this episode in particular hits very close to home. Uh, it's, got, it's a, it's a two-part episode almost. Right. The, you want to describe the first part, Moot? Well, the, the first part has to do with boundaries to me. It has to do with when you're in a relationship and there's an, out, an outside person that enters in by, you know, a physical contact or saying something that's that's a little bit over, over the top. You know, mostly I would say physical contact. Well, anyway, basically uh, the first part deals with my relationship with my boyfriend D's and uh, an outside party grabbing a hold of me a little too closely. And D's comes on the show to share his opinion, which is, and it, I, it yeah, leads to yeah. a heated debate. Yeah, it leads to Cam being considered a, a family therapist. I felt <laughs> like Jerry, yeah, I did feel like Jerry Springer for a while. Then the second part I is my check-in, which is kind of what prompted this episode, which is I've been questioning a lot of, about what it means to be a man if there is such a thing and is it something to strive for to be more masculine and um, the role that my the, have you know losing my dad at a young age at 17 how that affects my masculinity and now being in a workplace where there is a very strong male presence so it guys this episode it covers relationships, it covers masculinity and inherently femininity because it's the inverse. And uh, I, I will say I'm really impressed by the fact that it, you he came on the show, you were uncomfortable with some of the things he said, you're scared a little bit of how it's going to reflect on you, and yet you still chose to to put it out. Yep. And it takes courage. Yep. You are the cougar. I'm a cougar. I'm a confident woman, and you know what? I I give little fucks. <laughs> that is that is part of our constitution. Constitution is we give little fucks, and I want to remember that. This does lead to an interesting question about what, what how did, how you feel when your significant other doesn't reflect exactly in the light that you want him to reflect in. Right, right, right. and and you know what? I have to let that go. That's part of my 
um, self-actualization. I have to realize that I'm a different person and that I, you know, who I choose to be with is not necessarily a, a reflection on me. Yeah, totally. You see things in him that no, none of our listeners get to see. Right. I hope I learned this lesson. It's, it's too much to, to be controlling your actions, thoughts, and behaviors and beliefs along with someone else's. And you can't right. really do it anyway. And if you choose to be with someone, you've got to take them for however they're going to be Warts interpreted. Warts and off. Warts yeah. and off. <laughs> thank you all for listening thank you to all the text messages that have been coming in we will get to them uh if when we get time I, yeah. we, well, we, we well, were intending great, to though. they were they were great we were intending to get to some today but we just got carried away so hopefully next time uh yes keep t- keep texting us at 323-472-4237 and uh enjoy yeah enjoy Start it up when you're ready, mother. Ready when you are, son. All right. So let's talk mother. Yeah, mother. What? What's this mother? It sounds like I'm like mother dearest. Okay. Mother dearest. Yes. What? All right. Do you have a check-in for us? I got a check-in. This is a good check-in. Okay. So here we are. I, I, I go to Lollapalooza with uh, D's. And uh, we didn't have our special VIP this time. We just a regular general admission, which is a nightmare going to the bathroom. But that's another whole story. Literally, I can't wait in line for a freaking half hour to go to the bathroom. I, I was so annoyed. So Dee's and I did a little pre-parting. Dee's being your boyfriend. Yeah, we did a little pre-parting in between the parking lot and the and the Lollapalooza. Uh, what does that mean? What uh, kind of pre-parting? A little, a little, uh, a little hitsky of the potsky. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So, so I was like in a really, you know, frisky mood. Frisky, yeah, frisky. I was in a goofy mood, you know. Okay. And lo and behold, we are walking and we see a, a, a friend of mine. Well, I, he's not really a friend. He's more of an acquaintance who usually gets us tickets. For you know, I, I he's a ticket broker. Okay. He happened to be outside, and he was super excited to see me because I think he was he could be like. He could have been drunk or on ecstasy or something. Okay. He sees me and he goes, Karen! And he screams out. He grabs a hold of me. And and literally, like, I don't know. Dee said he, that he groped me, meaning he did something sexual to me. Now, I don't – I know this guy for a long time. I can't imagine him groping me, although he's completely – he's got no boundaries at whatsoever. <laughs> so that's why I guess it didn't really bother me. And Wait, you, you weren't aware if someone was copping a feel? I don't I, – I mean, I don't know if he copped a feel or he just grabbed me. To me, it was like he just grabbed me a little too tightly. And I looked over at Dee's who was giving me a frowny face. Um, but I didn't think he was like really like – I don't know. I, did, I wasn't like taking these all that seriously because I was in a very frisky You're... mood. It was like... <laughs> you were in the frisky business. I was in frisky business. I was. I was like you know. I was just oh hi. You know. Yeah, well, he, he did play. He did grab a hold of me a little too too much there. So apparently, I wasn't picking up on the um, the cues of D's that that uh, he was a, a very irritated and unhappy with the way that this guy was manhandling me. Oh, my God. And he was very angry at me. He was angry at you. Yeah, and, and at the guy. What, what did he expect you to do? Be like, get the fuck off me? Yes. And, and 
so why? And, I, and then, and I think that's been always an issue with me that I, I'm, I'm not as much as you think I'm such a like you know assertive woman. I don't know what happens that when you know when someone does that, like grabs a hold of me or puts her arm around me too closely or whatever. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I guess maybe I don't know how to handle that situation. Yeah, that's a. It's tough in the moment. I imagine in the moment to immediately to respond and know yeah. what to do. Yeah, I mean, I didn't expect it, and I wasn't. I definitely felt. I think Dee's was correct that it was more than just a hello, how are you? Uh, you know, a hug or a peck on the cheek. It was definitely a little more of a, a sexual component to it. But I was think he I, aware that was that guy aware that Dee's was your boyfriend and there with you? At first, I don't think so, and then I don't think he gave a shit, and that's one of the reasons I think that irritated Dee's even further. Yeah. And the other part was that I think he was he could have been on. God knows what drugs. I don't even know. Oh, so I, don't, I, I don't. I mean, I didn't really take him that seriously, but apparently Dee's did, and that D- caused a quite a, quite an argument between you guys. Oh yeah, he was not happy with me at all. He's actually said he'd come back on the podcast and talk about this. Yeah, maybe <laughs> so, we should. Yeah. Dee's, welcome to the show. Thank you. A, a little Hi, guest Dee. cameo. Okay, so yeah. Dee's. Mother just regaled me with the story of the guy copping a feel. First of all, my question: what, 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 how would you describe what you saw with this? Well, I saw a drunk idiot grope my girlfriend, and my girlfriend enjoy it. And I think the part that I think she enjoyed it is the part that bothers me. Oh, okay. I don't care about the drunk idiot. How did and she I, even said? And she even said prior to this on this show, on the exact same show for those who have been listening up to this point, that uh, she realized it was a little more than that. I mean, she she really kind of agreed with me, so... No, 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 no but I didn't enjoy it. How did you get that I enjoyed well, you didn't, it? If you're not stopping it, you're enjoying it. Wait, how long do you think it went on for? That's irrelevant. Well, I I mean, how can you That's stop irrelevant. That's something that you feel like when you get seconds. a bee sting. You, is there a delayed reaction? No. You're like, oh my God, I just got stung. What the fuck? Okay. okay. Exactly. Well, exactly. It's a good example. Okay, Mother, first of all, I want to ask you... What was your response when this guy groped you or whatever? Whatever he did. My response was basically just to like kind of like act like nothing happened and just to continue talking but to how, him about how, he was while like, he was groping you. So no, how, see, I think I, I, I guess I have a that's different. That's like a blow up doll. That's what a blow up doll does. Okay, stop. I think the time frame here is more than it wasn't just like ten minutes. It was like literally like. Maybe ten seconds at the very most. I don't even know if it was ten seconds. Maybe thirty. Maybe five seconds. Okay, but how did you really uh, feel? I, Were you upset that this guy was yeah, touching you like you. that? I I felt, felt a little bit like you were upset. You would have pushed like him it off. It was like literally a second. It really was that that little of a time. It wasn't the first time I, I, it happened. Okay, wait. So now you're going on to a different subject. My point no, same is, subject. it was like different, literally different like scenario. A, it was like somebody grabs you. And gives you a hug, and it's too close for comfort, but it doesn't last more than a second. So it's like it's not like he grabbed my vagina. I had <laughs> enough time to look at you and say, "Really, Karen?" While he was this drunk idiot, because I understood the state that he was in, hmm. and looked at you to be the bigger person, and said to you, "Really, Karen?" No. As it continued. Okay, I don't even know what you're saying about the continued part. That's the part I'm concerned about because I don't know why you think it lasted more than like a second because it lasted a second. It in my didn't mind. last a second. Wait, wait, wait! Before okay. you guys continue bickering. Rope somebody in a second, can you, Kim? Hold on, don't, don't. I don't want to take sides in this. All I want to say is that first, the first thing I want to clear is <laughs> is that mother, 
did you feel like you had been molested? Because that would be my first concern in this whole situation. Yeah, no, I did not feel like I was molested. I felt like a guy that was drunk that grabbed me too close. That it, it, you know that. The so don't you push a drunk guy off? And then and then let go. I mean, it wasn't like. So he, don't you push a drunk guy off? What I'm saying is, he let go before, and I don't. Know, maybe I did even actually push him more than. He was willing to let go. I don't remember the situation. Because first of all, you have to remember that I was a little bit on the wasted side, okay? So I wasn't like all that. I, I don't understand how you were a little bit on the wasted side. We just gotten high. You had one hit of pot. That's enough to make me wasted. Uh, I don't know. So about anyway, that. my point was that it wasn't like a long like makeout session I had with him. It literally lasted like a second. He It's like, hello, greeting. And it was like less than a second, and it wasn't like he grabbed any private parts of mine. He just literally just grabbed a hold of me, and it felt a you little. You consider your breast okay. private parts? You you think he grabbed my breast? Yeah, he felt you up. Oh, for crying out! Loud. Even you said it felt different. Okay. Conversation I can't win. Cam. Okay, okay. So you guys have very different interpretations of what happened. Exactly. Now, now let's say that he did. He he grabbed you inappropriately. You didn't. You. You were high. You didn't. You didn't notice it. You were not in your right head, but still, Dee's got upset because he saw you getting grabbed. Now, yes. Now the question and is, she doesn't care that I got upset about it. Hold that, on, hold, hold on, hold on. The question is, is your anger directed towards the guy grabbing her, or for her, to her because she didn't push him away in time? To her, because she didn't push him away, because this wasn't a stranger. This is a guy I know, and I've met several times, and I know he, he's on drugs or a big drunk or whatever it is. So I wasn't blaming him. It wasn't like it was going to get that far. But it, it went far enough where she should have done something about it. This, this, is, this is interesting. Because my first response would be like, well, fuck this guy. If a stranger came up to you, Karen, like that, would you wait? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kim. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just maybe, if I lose my train of thought... Um, if a stranger came up to you and did that to you, would you have pushed him off? Of course, because okay. I wouldn't even Okay, let... so it's okay for someone you know to grope you like that. No, I, I wouldn't let a stranger come and hug me. But it was more than a hug, and you even it admitted like it was a, more it than was a like hug. A, it was like a, a, a little – it was much – it was like, okay, okay, say a hug is, is, a, is a five. It was like a seven out of ten. You know what I'm saying? It was like a, a stronger hug than I normally would get from uh, that's... from from. Okay, it was like one time I walked into a, a bar, this I think before I met you actually, and this guy ran up, it was his birthday, he was completely trashed, he literally grabbed me by my butt, like he put his arms on me, grabbed my butt, and I like pushed him off, like what the fuck are you doing, and I ran away from him, okay, that is, that was like being roped. Okay, so it okay. sounds like, when, uh... it sounds like you guys have different tolerances for how much someone can touch you as, in general. Yeah. I think for example, for example, Cam, another time a few years earlier, I went to meet her at a bar, and she was dancing with this guy. And oh, I, he knows the guy. And and um, again, she was getting groped, and I went up and I was like, you know, Wait, why, why aren't you pushing this guy off? You're like, I, I wouldn't. You know, if a girl was touching me like that, and you walked in, you'd, you'd freak the fuck out. And Wait, I don't what, understand why there's that double standard there as well. Why we it's okay to, with you? We have you. to decide what does groping mean to you, though. What is groping? When you're getting touched in an inappropriate manner because they're not your boyfriend okay, or girlfriend. Okay, well, like. That guy, like, all he did was put his arm around me. That was no, 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 no. He was all over you. He was rubbing up and down on you. You know it. I'm not going to all right, all right. go through anyway, that, that again. I think, yeah, we, we have different ideas of what happens. I mean, because I've seen you. And what about the, uh, field, the GM from Chrysler uh, at that one part? I mean, this is a relative thing. I, I think she likes attention, and she doesn't care at what expense. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> 
Cardi, they keep bringing it up, and I don't even know what that was. Some guy, the manager for Chrysler, some old guy. I don't mind the name being out there. Let the guy know. Let it get back to him. It's going to be a nightmare for him to try to edit that out. Good. Let him get back. Let it get back to the guy. Anyway, so he comes at a party, and the guy comes up to Karen, and 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 comes up and puts his arm on her shoulder, and and he goes, you know, like tries to give like a friendly hello. She goes, hi, you know my boyfriend. And then he looks at me, and then took his hand right that right right away went you know right down. Right, I think you don't understand what it's like to be a woman because a lot of times guys will, especially if they're. That's right. I don't blame the guy. Hold on, let her say. Let let her finish. Hold on, let her finish. Sometimes a guy will come up to a girl and and put his arm around her. and it's not my fault that someone does that. It's my responsibility then, once he puts it on me, to do exactly what I did, which is push him off. No, him. you've never done that. I've never seen I you did do that. that. You just said I did. I've I said, ne- this wait, 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 time out. When did I... the one that... No, I said he put his hand down. You didn't it, push it off. Right, but apparently, like, as soon as I said... No, no, well, you were introducing me because I was right next to right, you. Well, I did that. It wasn't like you were, like, put my hand down. Yeah. But All right. He did it once he but realized it. I took an it. action. I took but an you action. should have taken the action because you knew I was your boyfriend right next to you. He didn't know that when he. All right, I'm going to try to steer us back on a course because I don't want this to become a fucking Jerry Springer show. I, <laughs> you guys clearly have different opinions as to what is appropriate touching and and but not only that, even if there is inappropriate touching, what is to be expected from the woman's end to get rid of the guy doing this, which is I think right. a, is a lot to ask for in my opinion, but. I, you know, I I don't know. Maybe mom well, what, is very. What do, you mean? what do you mean by it's a lot to ask for? Yeah, for, I I imagine it's hard for women to brush off a guy really like in the moment and right. and to know exactly how to handle that situation. It is difficult. I, mean, I, you, I, I disagree. I disagree with that. If a girl came up to you and put your, her arm around you, what would you do? And you're right there. Like, well, what's what's up? What, what's your problem? Push her off. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to let that, myself be put in an uncomfortable situation. But then, but then the issue is it. that you have you a right to stop it. you have a standing relationship with this person, so you don't really want to. F- you your first response is like, oh, I don't like this, but then person. I don't want to offend this person. Yeah, I could just imagine there's a lot of layers here that's challenging. It makes it challenging. It's okay for that person to disrespect you, but you you, you shouldn't tell them to stop disrespecting. You is what you're saying. You should just deal with it. I'm saying you guys have different. That's kind of like being molested, almost like. like well, you she don't didn't feel that way. You're, you're... I didn't feel like. Well, that's right. Well, then there you go. Well, you didn't I, feel that way, and that's, that's the problem. You've mentioned like three or four different incidents where a guy has like in in it's not really done like uh, I think in a rapey kind of way. It's more like in a jovial, drunk kind of well, overly friendly way. And I think I've seen girls like put their arm around you and things like that, and it doesn't bother me. That's never, why. Never. Well, I think you're not always aware because it doesn't well, bother. Right. Can you give me an example? Okay. This being the case, I think we're. I think this will. This should prompt at least a discussion between the two of you. Hopefully, you can get some clarity as to what is appropriate, what should be expected if someone is being inappropriate. I. That, that would be my hope with, the, with this conversation. Does that, does that ever happen to you, Ken? Oh yeah, I have definitely been felt. Yeah, I've definitely been made uncomfortable by women touching by men touching me, and it's very <laughs> challenging. It's a challenging okay. situation to to have yeah. to try to fend don't someone off. I don't want to be mean to someone, especially if they're wasted, uh, and say, "Get the fuck off me." And I have done that with like I don't touch people. I have done that. I, by I, the I way. You know what's just, curious I though? Swear, you, know, you know what's curious is that you didn't get upset with the guy. You got upset with mom. And that's because I know the guy. Like I said, if it was a stranger, I would be like, "Hey, you know, it would have been a whole different story." I would be like, "What the fuck?" And you know, it would have escalated. I knew the guy. I, like I said, I know he's a, a 
drunk idiot yeah, but so do I. Gets, gets crazy. But that but that's why it didn't mean anything to me. But either. you were in no no you but you were not you were not where he was, Karen. You had one hit of weed, okay? No, no, but I'm saying to you, it didn't. I knew he was drunk, and that's why I didn't take it as. So it's okay for him to try to grope you if he's because you know he's drunk. Is what you're saying? So if I go get drunk, then it's acceptable for me to. Wait, but your logic is a little is a little. It's conflicting with each other because on one hand you're excusing the guy because you're like, well, he's fucked up. He was out of his mind. I know this guy. He's he's a fucking joker. You gotta leave it to the sober person. But that. But at the same time, you're telling her. Uh, she can't be feel the same way about the guy. Like her argument is like, yeah, she's he's fucked up, he's drunk, and that's why it didn't affect me that much. Right, but I'm saying, but she's got to understand how it's going to affect me. Like, well, this is not good. You know, my boyfriend's right next to me. Like, that's what I'm well, saying. So this is this is where it gets hard for me. It's it, it gets hard for me to understand because I get I get your I could see where your protectiveness would come in. But it's interesting that the protectiveness wasn't like, hey, I don't like that he was touching you like that. Are you okay? It's more like, you're mine. Why the fuck did you let him do that? Which is a different, it's a different approach. It's not what I would have, that's not my response. I could see where you're coming from, is all I'm saying. I hear you. I hear you. I'm not the jealous type. I, you know, it's, it's, I don't think she was going to go home and sleep with the guy. That, that's a, you know, it's not the issue. The issue is letting the public display of affection that he was giving her continue as long as it did. Would you have felt the same way if he was stone cold sober and did that? He would never have done that stone cold sober. But would you have felt the same way? Well, then we could have had a real conversation and been like, what the fuck was that all about? Yeah, that's what I'm saying to you. If he was stone cold sober, I wouldn't, I would have said something to him. But because he was drunk and it happened so quickly and, and I didn't want to, I, want, I didn't want to get in a right, fight well, with well, the guy. Quick is different between you and I, but the, the point is it's up to you being the sober one to stop it. I did. That's you. You did. Yeah, you, you did not. Stop I just him. moved away from him. That's all. Uh, I, you, I didn't. You, I wasn't going to slap him across the face because I don't think he was aware that he was getting inappropriate. I think he just was like, I don't know. I, you know, I'm feeling. Could be. I'll tell you how I'm feeling. Very uncomfortable with this. <laughs> I feel. I hearing this. I, you know, it it makes me uncomfortable to know that uh, you guys are not on the same page about this. And so, well, how? I don't know what I think. Here's here's oh, sure. Do you want to finish first, or you want me no, to? No, no, just... no. Go, go for it. Okay, so the last episode, remember the whole, you know, I think in a way, you know, your, your mom kind of likes the attention, even though it might be the expense of how I feel, because perfect example would be a couple episodes ago, you guys were talking about this guy. I won't Joe. mention his, his name. We called him Joe. 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 To anybody, it would be blatant that he's hitting on her and is trying to sleep with her. And that bothered me because he was in my driveway the day before, you know, being all nice to me. And, um, and, um, what was I saying? Uh, yeah. Sorry, I lost my chair. So, so now, so now we're getting somewhere. It's not. It was. This is. It's. This is kind of like an escalation of that. Like this is. This is kind of like a stramble. That this. Uh, he always makes excuses for everyone else, and that. Oh, I'm sorry that I. Uh, you know. You, you. This is how you felt. It's. Oh no, that person wasn't doing this, or that person wasn't doing that. It's never taken my feelings into regards. So, so this incident was actually. It, it, it would, might not have been that big of a deal on its own, but because it was coupled with this prior incident where Joe was hitting on her and trying to ask her out to dates, and that that is what made this a bigger issue. Absolutely. We've been out before. You know, and I'm sure, I don't know if she ever told it on the show, but we went down to Florida a few years ago. I went to the bathroom. You know, we're at a club, and I come out, and this guy, younger guy, younger than me, this guy's, you know, hitting all over Karen relentlessly, and he was wasted, and I came up, and 
she goes, uh, you know, at this time she actually said, oh, here's my boyfriend. And he got all like, oh, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. I said, hey, I, I don't care. I, you, I don't care if you have good taste. I'm not going to blame you for that. Just be respectful. And he was like, oh, you're so cool. And then had a big bag of drugs he offered me. And I was, you know, politely declined. That's, you know. All right. Okay. All right. The, the topic of this week is about what does it mean to be a man? Now, I, in this situation, it, it's it's I could see like the machismo man. I could, I could see I could see, you know your response is very masculine. I think like this is my property. What were you doing getting involved? What were you doing letting yourself experience that? Or, but I think you're I think you're wrong. I wasn't saying that she was my property. If she was, then I would have pulled my property away. That was for her to make her own decision. I don't. Treat well, your you getting, as a piece of property. Well, you getting upset implies that you have some ownership over her or some ex- expectation for the way that well, she I, responds. I, well, there's yeah. I mean, we we have an agreement, you know. In, in terms of any relationship, you have agreements, you know. Some people are more open than others, and we know how open we can be. And you know, that was a you know past the boundary a little bit. I think. Okay, that's fair. That's I, okay. I I could see that. You're you're right. I it, I'm probably unfairly siding with mother right now because I didn't experience. I didn't see the whole thing, and I'm just having a lot of compassion for mom being like, okay, well, you should have. Uh, yeah, you you have a lot of leeway because, uh, you know, it's hard to respond in the moment to when someone is touching you inappropriately. Um, but I don't I don't know. I wasn't there, and you guys clearly have two different perspectives, so it's unfair for me to choose one side or the other. In any case. Dees, I am curious. What do you think it means to be a man? Yeah, that's a that's a that's a loaded question because it's it's almost one of those you can't win situations. For example, take the groping. You know, if I if I don't do anything, I'm a wuss. If I do something, I'm an asshole. So you know, it's kind of like where's the middle line of being a man, particularly in this day and age. I mean, you look at a girl incorrectly, and you can be charged with sexual assault in, in today's day and age. You know. So I don't know, you know, back in the day, I think it meant something more than it means today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you're, I think you're right. And <laughs> I, 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 I think this is where I should start chiming in with my check-in now, unless mom, you have anything left to say about this. Well, I would like to know, besides this groping incident, what do you think being a man is all about in general? Why do you have to bring up the, just like forget about. I don't think it's more being a man, just being a, 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 a the more proper question, I guess, if you want to be all politically correct, is what's it like being a human today? Yeah. You know, what, and it's being respectful of people and having people respect you. You know, and the way to get respect is to give respect. I, I, I like that response. I like that response because the more I start thinking about being a man, the more I realize it's such a fucking amorphous thing, amorphous term, and I don't, I have no idea what it means. And I don't even know if I'm striving to be a man. When I think about myself, I don't see myself as a very. I don't. I don't even see my. I mean, I. I don't even know what you it see means. yourself as a human. Yeah, a human. I don't know. I have feminine qualities. I have masculine qualities. Uh, and I, I, not. I don't know. It, it's kind of like a. Sh- that's kind of why I'm having some, some trouble with this question. Hey, we all have masculine and feminine qualities. I, I got some feminine qualities. I love Coldplay. You know. Don't judge me for it. It's okay. <laughs> okay. My check-in 
is that I've been working. The reason why this whole question came to be is because I've been having to make a lot of uh, decisions lately, uh, take a lot of risks um, in terms of my career that is paying me and also my, you know, this podcast. And uh, it's causing me a lot of anxiety and a lot of self-doubt. And, you know, I'm, I'm vacillating between periods of intense confidence and also intense, like, uh, self-questioning and, and insecurity. And so this is all coupled with the fact that at work, my workplace is, is being run by this Argentinian man in his, in his fifties, probably, uh, and my dad, my, my, for the, our listeners, my deceased father was Argentinian. He ran a company and he, he, both this man and my dad hired their fathers to be part of the company as well. Um, they're both. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I mentioned they're. They're all Jewish, so they're all these Argentinian Jews, which is a very macho culture, and uh, it was. It's really interesting being surrounded by this. Um, the this energy because not only is it very uh, unfamiliar to me in the, in the sense that I don't. I don't see myself as having a lot of macho uh, qualities. But it may, you know, it reminds me so much of my dad, and it makes me wonder, well, what would I be like if he were around, instilling these traits within me, all the time? And so, so it, it I, I wonder, well, maybe, and then, it, you know, it gets to all these questions. You know, mom regularly makes fun of me. You've seen the videos where mom is making fun of me for being like the submissive or the, uh, you know, the guy who's not horny at all, and. You know, it uh, for some reason it sits so poorly with me, and maybe it's it sits poorly with me because it, you know, it makes me feel like I'm inadequate, and 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 it might be that I would be different if my dad were around, constantly reinforcing this masculinity. So this is this is <laughs> this is what prompted what does it mean to be a man? So that's a loaded question. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Now that now that you're on the show, you kind of you came into my brother's life. My brother's five and a half years younger than me. Uh, he he was eleven when my dad died. You came into his life when he was thirteen, right? No, thirteen or fourteen. No, it was probably thirteen. Well, it was after his bar mitzvah for sure. So yeah. he's twenty, uh, twenty two, twenty two now, and so you've been with him almost half his life, right? And and for the majority of his very like um, formative years, formative years, yeah. So you, in in a lot of ways, were the man that you you were instilling all these manly. You were his, Christ. yeah. Well, you were, in theory, one were to think that, but if you want to open up a can of worms, we could we could totally open up a can of worms. I don't want to start anything. I'm just to be honest. Uh, I really didn't get that chance to, to 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 instill those qualities in him because, and I'm not saying anyone's at fault, but you know, your mom was always mother hen. Anytime I try to be a macho guy with him, your mom would step right in and be like, "Hi, leave him alone." You know, that's my son. Blah blah blah. So. No, he's saying like uh, more like just how you feel about women, and and you know, it by it's almost like by osmosis. He's hearing you talk about. Well, are we talking about macho or are we talking about macho, about how macho. we deal with women? Because I, I haven't given your brother a lot of advice because I'm not going to bestow it unless he asks. Hmm. But he did ask for advice one time. And um, 
we get the idea, but it, the point is that you've been around for him more than you were the male anybody. figure in his life, the second half of his life, basically. I, yeah, I mean, I, I guess so. Yeah, as, as much as anybody was, sure. I mean, he came to you and asked for advice on girls, and he came to you, and you've seen him with with girls, and you've seen him interact with his guy friends, and you know, yeah. But he goes to you for advice. He doesn't really come to me for advice. It it doesn't matter who he's coming to advice. It it matters of who he's listening to. He might it, whether or not he's asking. All I know is that one time, the one advice I gave him, you know, he was having issues with his girlfriend. I said, "Listen, Jeremy, I'm going to be honest with you." And Karen was there. Your mom was there, and I said she's going to get upset, but. No, men and women are different, and and we just think differently than women, and and all women are a little crazy, you know. And that's you know you hear men are from Mars or Venus, and men, women are from Mars, Great and advice, men are from right? Venus, or whatever. So listen, so three months, he's like, so Karen's like, stop, you know. Your mom's like, stop, you know, um, you know, don't tell him that, blah blah blah. And anyway, the conversation ended. Three months later, it's like a Saturday night, and your mom gets a text. She looks at it and laughs. I'm like, well, who was that? She goes, it was Jeremy. You won't believe what he just texted me. The, I think these is right. So you know, all right, so. That, okay, so here I am. I'll tell you how I'm feeling. Here I am feeling like, okay, so you're the male influence in his, the primary male influence in his life outside of me. But the thing is, I live far away. You you see him regularly, at least while while he was in high school. This is not something that I would want to instill within my brother. I don't think all women are crazy. They might think differently, but I don't think they're crazy or a little crazy. I don't know. I just don't know how, you know, when you're watching, a, like, let's say a football game with them and you're using your mom for as an example. And like, you know, we're in the second quarter and it's a close game. And out of nowhere, she'll ask me if I had picked up my laundry, but, you know, yesterday, like, where does that question even begin to formulate in someone's mind? That's, Wait, that's mom, what I mean. I mean, a guy would never think like that. I don't think. Mom, where do you how do you weigh in on this when he says all women are a little crazy? I think it's a macho thing to say. I think it's a macho thing to say, and I think that there are times that he gets annoyed with me for for making uh, more like crazy state crazy like statements like that in his mind because I'm supposed to be focusing on some masculine sport or something like that. But the bottom line is, if you didn't respect me as a woman and you thought I was crazy, you wouldn't be with me, and you know that you respect me a lot, and that's one of the reasons I love you. Okay, I like that. We could always end on that. <laughs> Well, I mean, I I think it's macho for you. It's funny because you're you're bringing up this whole macho thing. I think it's macho for you. Well, I didn't I didn't bring up anything no, macho. I'm bringing up the macho Ham, thing. Cam is bringing yeah. up macho, and he's saying that he wonders what it would be like if his dad was around. If his dad would say macho statements like what you just said, okay, and if that would change his personality at all. And I truly believe it's 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 like a. a a cultural thing to to say things like, oh, all women are crazy, all that kind of stuff. You know, it's supposed to, it, comedians use it a lot. And it, it, but the truth of the matter is, I don't think that men really think that. I mean, it's, it's well, he's telling relationships you, he, don't think that. He tell he's telling you right now. I mean, you you can say that. you can say that there's a generational difference between D's and I, and that and older generations have this warped view of women, or at least a different view of women than my generation. That's that he doesn't be. really. Though I think that's it's I think it's cool and it's it's funny to talk about that with uh, saying oh women don't know that you know whatever. And I never said I disrespected women. I just said that you guys think a little differently, you know, a little crazier and, than we do. We're and, more laid back and chill. Okay. Yeah, but that's a crazy. I guess crazy is a different thing than being non-laid that's, that's disrespectful to say. It, what if you, you you're basically just saying, Karen, you're a little crazy. 
here's what the bottom line is. I think that there is a certain culture, and I'm not sure if it's a, it's a macho thing or it's some comedic thing or it's a cool thing or it's some sort of like a, a bro thing to say all women are crazy and all women are this and that or whatever. But the bottom line, all these all these guys that walk around saying, oh, all women are crazy, are secretly still very respectful of the women that they're with. Otherwise, they wouldn't. No one's keeping you around. Crazy people. You chose to be well, with me. I didn't mean it in like a terrible way. I'm well, it that's, sound how like... it, that's, how it, that's how it feels when you hear that, that someone I'm with for eight and a half years says all women are crazy. Okay. And it's a put down. And I don't think you believe it. And I don't think it's macho to say it. And I don't think it's cool to say it. And I don't think Cam thinks that either. And I'm hoping our listeners don't think it's cool to say that. Wait. And it, I, I think it a, is a macho I, thing though to say. <laughs> well, I think it's macho to say it, but I don't think it's necessarily the way... That you, you make think. you make me sound like I'm the biggest chauvinist pig out there, and I just don't appreciate that's, that. But that's okay. Wait, right. it, wait, 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 Dees, you kind of built your own coffin here. Is that the, is one, that the saying? Was there, book, was there a book called "Women Are from Mar- Men Are from Mars and Women Are from Venus" or something like that? Okay, but there, there's a saying. Like, I'm with this philosophy, I'm just talking about life experiences. You could you could say that men and women are different. Not- you can Maybe say, crazy is the wrong word to use. I'm trying to say different. Maybe crazy is the word fine. for different. That's All right. right. I'm not that's saying fine. straight jackets and, and, and giving electric shocks. But I, I, think, I think I said okay. that. I 100% agree that there are certain things that men are wired differently than women about. I definitely think that's true. I thought my example was about watching a football game and how what your thought process right. is. That's so that's, that's different. That is, but when you tell my brother that all women are crazy and comes back and texts you years later saying he Dee's is actually absolutely right. It makes me upset. I'm like, who the, where, where are you getting this fucking wisdom from this quote unquote wisdom from this is garbage. Oh, you should have been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, but I, I think again, that was Jeremy. That was, you should know, have came ir- back to Chicago, ir- Cam. irritated with the person maybe that he was seeing and, and, and saying that kind of thing. But again, not really a hundred percent believing that either. Not, I mean, it's easy to say all oh, women are crazy because I have time to say all oh, men are assholes. Um, that doesn't mean I really believe that. It's just something I say sometimes when I get annoyed with you. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. It's just no one is going to globalize people and say all oh, women are this or that or all men are this or that. I mean, the bottom line is we're all, we are a little different. There's no question that men and women are wired differently. Okay. But the bottom line is is that nobody would be with each other if we felt that that all women are this and all men are that. I would I would be hesitant to make that blanket statement, mother. I think there are a lot of guys out there who do think women are crazy and they in general. I don't think I think right now Dee's is using it lightly, the term lightly. I'm interpreting it heavily. How many and, comedy shows or how many comedians it's out there? It's not I'm not making this up. This isn't just like something I'm starting. This right. is but no, but I agree with you. I agree that men and women might think differently. Would I say all women or any any race, creed, color, whatever is crazy? No, I think that's a blanket ignorant statement. That's all I'm saying. You, the word choice of crazy is a bad word choice. Is a is a poor word choice in my mind. And good thing I don't. The fact that it that it transferred to to my brother that that makes it feel a little uncomfortable. And here uh, I am. I, I, we we got on the subject, being like, "I what is it like when you when you're raising you you are raising a kid through osmosis? He's he's no matter no matter what whether or not he's looking to you as a father figure, you are playing the you are a, a key male figure in his life, which is something that I don't have, and it, it I hope that you would take that seriously. seriously. 
Sure. I mean, but I mean, of course, and I would I, take it I, seriously. Yeah. I mean, and I think that you have he's been there for Jeremy when he had his wisdom teeth out. He's been there for Jeremy when he's seen him go through ups and downs with with his girlfriends. And he's, he's seen he's been there for him in many times and in, in a very emotional states. So I, I think I, it's it. We sometimes t- it's for comedic effect that he says these kind of things. He brings these kind of things up as an example of, oh, yeah, much or whatever. But I think. Dees, admit it. You you come from a family of mostly guys, <laughs> and that's the way guys talk to each other a lot of times for for comedic effect or cool effect or whatever it is. But the truth is, like I said, you wouldn't. I would not be with you if I didn't think you really have a little more substance than that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. And I don't think you need to be concerned. I think your brother's got a good head on his shoulder, and whatever you learn from Dee's are good good values. He's seen a very loving partner for me. He's seen how Dee's cares about me, and I think it's a good role model for him. And I know I've seen you around Gerald. You're very you're very sweet and loving. So I know that mm-hmm. I'm I'm only focusing on this one example that you happen to bring up. And but right. I know there are plenty of examples where you have treated you have exemplified generosity and love and and i hope those are the qualities he really holds on to and i think i think if you talk to him he would say that that is the case so he enjoys hanging out and uh yeah we're all living together in very close quarters right now wow i never really answered your question though huh i think we i think the bottom line to what is are you asking the, the would question you be more macho what is would you a man more macho i don't think you would be I think you are who you are. I mean, you get shaped a little bit. You get shaped by your parents for sure, but but your personality, the, the core of it, it, it's it is who you are. You were born with it, you know. And your and anxiety and all that, I think, would be there no matter what. And you evolve. You're an evolving person. You're not just stagnant. You've changed a lot, even in, during the course of this podcast. You, yeah, that's you know, that's that's definitely true. Yeah. So I don't know how much more of an influence, negatively or positively, your father would have been on you at this point. So, and when doing- he was around, which was my first 17 years of life, I still was pretty, <laughs> yeah. I was in touch with my feminine side. Yeah, you were very much, you know, uh, I think you would have been into sports, I you know, much more so, you know. No, no, if anything, you know, as a kid, you, you get rooted as a kid, I'm saying, you know. No, he was, he was around when he was until very 17. I, I had yeah, a father who playing- wanted me to be a great sports player, I just, yeah. was, it was not in the cards. Yes. It wasn't in the car. Exactly. Yeah, he's exactly. like, no, only... but he did it. He loved being on the team. He was always playing baseball, and he loved being on the team. And and uh, his dad coached him 100%. We just saw all these different uh, teams that he was coaching him on. And, you know, what? I, I mean, it, it, one time I remember it really upset me because there was one kid named Jake, and all Jake wanted to do was play basketball night and day. And I think in one day it was, and and your dad would like stay after just to play with Jake, just because he was like so, because that's all dad would want to do was play basketball night, and you would like want to come home and and cuddle with me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, but but the point is that it just it would bother me because I always used to say to him, you should be so happy that you have a son who wants to sit and talk to you instead of play basketball. It just oh, you wow. know. So I I think your personality was like who you are back then right. and it was just a choice you made uh the other thing i was going to say you chose also, relationships more than sports the other thing though real quick you were touching upon on your your um what you call it your check my check-in check your check-in 
was, you know, about being fearful, you making the right, the right decisions and stuff, you know, in terms of your job and all that. Cam, I hate to break it to you. You made your decision about four or five years ago. I mean, you were set on a path, the corporate path. I mean, you had it made, especially in a, in a time when the economy was terrible. You got a job at three of the top five consulting companies and you gave it a shot and you didn't like it. So you already took that risk. <laughs> yeah. Years ago. I, I, yeah, there are more risks to be. I yeah, I guess you're right. That was the first big one, leaving that yeah. world. But there are still many more to come that you guys will find out. That our listeners will find out about in uh, the coming months. They're excited, and they're exciting too. Hey, you're 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 going to be just fine. You guys are doing a great job. I enjoy the show, and uh, and you know, we love having you. Adam. Yeah, we'll thank you very much. Me some more. I, no, no I, I honestly, I I hope. <laughs> Dees, are we on good terms now? Are we okay? Yeah, well, why would we never be? Well, we, this was a heated discussion. I wanted to make sure that this was okay with you. No, it's, it's, it's fine with me. I love taking my personal life and just throwing it out there to the world. Thank you for, I mean, it, it does lead to, I hope this leads our listeners to a lot of, do a lot of self-questioning and, and you know, think about their relationships that they have in their life. So I appreciate you coming on the show I, and sharing. I, yeah, and I'd love to hear from our listeners as to what they would do if they got in a situation like I've been in a few times where a, a drunk guy comes up and in in friends in, in, in not just a random drunk guy but friend people that you already know who have you have some relationship with a, you know albeit just even an acquaintance or just someone who a little overly handsy I mean what do you do and I, I would say I'd also like to hear what they, if they've been in in Deez's shoes. If yeah, their girlfriend their, or boyfriend was touched inappropriately, and how yeah, do how yeah, do you respond then? Text us your answers at three two three four seven two four two three seven, or you can email us, them to us at sextalkpodcast at gmail dot com. Thank you guys for listening. And you know what? <laughs> Let me tell you about the, the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. <laughs> <laughs> it's a duo. It's a dynamic duo.